Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere with daily bonuses that should brighten your day a little actually a lot so sign up now at chumbacasino.com that's chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus step into the world of power loyalty and luck i'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse with family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply live mike Pittsburgh Steeler fans, it is time once again for another edition of the Live Mike. I am your host, Michael Back, Deputy Editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. We're hanging out with you again. As always, it seems like it's inevitability. Each and every time we talk, the Steelers continue to win games. They are undefeated on the year. It seems like things are starting to click more and more and more as the weeks go on. And to tell you the truth, they have the defense is starting to play a little bit better. Ben Roethlisberger is starting to get a little bit more dialed in with some of these receivers. Things are starting to look up for this team. Even though they're undefeated, they have never come close to their absolute ceiling of potential, which really is exciting when you have championship aspirations and you haven't played as good as you possibly can play. And each week, it seems like an aspect of their game is improving. Each each week, there seems to be a position group that kind of takes a step forward. Typically, there's even more than one. The only thing is, one of the reasons why this team has struggled in some of these games is because a position group, or maybe even an entire unit like against the Dallas Cowboys, takes a step back. And that, that's kind of where um, the Steelers might run into some issues as this season moves forward. And there's one unit I really want to point at today, both both in a positive and negative light. In this first part, we're going to talk about why the Steelers can't win a championship if this running game doesn't find a way to get going. James Conner and company have struggled in the last number of weeks. They started the year off pretty hot. Uh, I want to say it was the first five weeks of the season. Uh, the Steelers 
It might even been the first six weeks of the season. The Steelers totaled over 100 rushing yards total. Benny Snell, of course, having a 100-yard day against the Giants. Uh, hasn't done too much since then, but when you look at all these kind of stats, the last couple weeks, the Steelers have completely, basically lost the ability to run the football. And it's one of those things that's really starting to get a little bit concerning because it does feel like it's been getting worse by the week. Um, 20 carries against the Tennessee Titans, James Conner put up 82 yards. And after that point, he started to uh, kind of slow down a little bit. He got 15 carries against the Baltimore Ravens for 47 yards. His average dipped again to 3.1 yards per carry. Then that was the crescendo against the Dallas Cowboys was a nine-carry game, completely abandoning the run. 22 yards, a 2.4 yards per carry average. Uh, and then again against the Cincinnati Bengals, only putting up 36 yards on a 2.8 yards per carry average. The Steelers haven't been able to run the ball. And a, a lot of that, I think you can point the finger at three different sources. And, and when it comes to those kind of points of conflict, uh, really, if each one of those things was good, I, I think they'd be able to mask the other two. And, and, and the first thing that I know a lot of Steeler fans want to point to is Randy Feekner, uh, offense coordinator of the Steelers. Uh, at times, I think his play calling is so predictable, uh, especially when they're trying to get the running game going. Uh, that run, run, pass, punt, if you will. Uh, it kind of seems to be the, the formula for a three and out. Run, run, pass, punt. It's happened a few times this year to the point where when we get to social media, uh, that's usually kind of what's uh, lighting up the narrative is how the team's kind of forced into those kind of tough spots where they're not able to uh, do anything just because the defense is kind of stacking the box in the first two downs and then dropping damn near everyone and sending their best pass rushers on third down. It just seems like one of those things where once they get into a bit of a rut, they can't seem to claw, claw out of it. Uh, another one of those things that uh, Randy Feekner struggled with, uh, I would say it's play calling, is going back to plays that have struggled throughout the game and, and going back to them thinking there's going to be a, a different sort of outcome. On a number of occasions, the Steelers have been successful running the same run play, just flipping the direction that they're running it uh, three, four plays in a row. And they've done that a couple times this year. But unfortunately, it hasn't worked out since then. Another one of these factors that you can point the finger out before even getting to the running back itself is the offensive line. A number of times against the Cincinnati Bengals, you just watch the tackles and guards and even Marquise pouncing in the middle. They're getting pushed off the ball, blown into the backfield, and not creating any running gaps whatsoever. It, it, it completely cripples the outside zone run uh, plays if their Steelers are in uh, some sort of a power front and they're pulling a guard. All of a sudden, the guard's got to bubble around the center that gets blown back into the backfielder around a tackle. All of a sudden, the, the play's completely lost a step and it's just completely dead in the water from there. And the running back's t taken down behind the line of scrimmage. It's starting to happen far too often. Of course, this is a, an offensive line that's slowly starting to get older. David DeCastro and Marquise Pouncey, they're not exactly still in the prime of their, their careers. They're definitely starting to enter that uh, downswing, if you will. And it's something to kind of keep an eye on it as, uh, as the season and even the next couple years go by is kind of how they're able to uh, age gracefully uh, into their 30s as offensive linemen in the NFL. 
outside of uh, the offense line, another factor I could point a big finger at is James Conner himself. I don't think James Conner has been... Uh, used to the best of his abilities at times. Something that we've seen a lot out of him recently is he's not a very fast running back. Uh, no matter what really people say, when he even when he gets in open space, he gets caught from behind all the time. He, he is never going to break an 80-yarder. He will get caught behind each and every time. He busts one loose. It really seems like the cap for a big play for James Conner is about 40 yards. Uh, th- that's going to be about the best he can get. That's a perfectly blocked play and then making someone miss in the second level out of Connor. And then all of a sudden, he breaks one before someone on the backside uh, hauls him down. He, he just really isn't built for that big-time explosive play, which is fine. There are people that have been successful in the NFL as running backs that haven't really been able to do just that, being breaking the ball loose for those 80-yard plays, those game-changing runs. You don't necessarily need that out of a running back, especially in today's NFL. James Conner is a guy that I can be that I could see be extremely successful within the tackles, uh, following a lead blocker, following pulls. Of course, some of that has to do with the offensive line, but that's where he's going to be most successful. A lot of times this year, though, we see him try to bounce the ball outside when something in the middle isn't available. The problem with that is, though, he is not quick enough to really bounce outside to one of those uh, late developing gaps because by the time he gets there, he's being met by two, three, four defenders in the hole. He's just not fast enough to hit those tight plays. He's not Saquon Barkley or Alvin Kamara or even Christian McCaffrey. Those guys are the elite of the elite. And they can make the third option really work for them. In James Conner's sense, because of his speed and because of his limitations with speed, the best thing he can really do in situations where the gaps are kind of all clogged up in the middle is really just to slam into the gap as hard as he can and try to fall forward for, again, a two or three. That's really where he's going to be most successful in that type of situation because when he's bouncing it outside, he's starting to lose yards. And that's that's really the three pillars that's been kind of messing up this team in a variety of ways. I think if the offensive line plays a little bit better, they're not getting blown back. You see those 100-yard type games that the Steelers opened the year with, I believe is three consecutive weeks where they had a 100-yard rusher against the Giants, Eagles, and Texans, I believe it was. Benny Snell, of course, being one of those guys. And that's another thing we haven't seen recently is Benny Snell's almost completely gone invisible in the offense. Uh, Anthony McFarlane, of course, battled a uh, uh, illness di- diagnosis. Uh, it wasn't classified as COVID-related, so that's something to monitor going into the next week. But as of right now, I, I would love to see Anthony McFarlane get some more touches because he is that explosive type that can rattle off those big-time type plays. And it's something he did in university. And it- it's something w- when he develops his... Uh, vision a little bit more is something he can do with frequency. It's developing that frequency uh, that's going to be the issue with him. Another another interesting thing is Jalen Samuels being that kind of fourth running back on the roster in my opinion. In some games he does get it a considerable amount of touches considering his lack of production but at this point in the year 
uh, especially if Anthony McFarlane is healthy, it really feels like the Steelers are wasting a roster spot having Samuels as that fourth running back. He hardly touches the field as a running back. He hasn't really been all that successful catching the ball out of the backfield or pass protecting or really not to completely bury a guy, but he hasn't played well whatsoever in 2020. And he struggled a little bit in 2019 as well. Outside of one really big game against the New England Patriots in 2018, it's really kind of hard to justify this guy's spot on the team, especially when you have, if the Steelers needed another running back, Wendell Smallwood, the veteran on the practice roster. He's someone who's proven uh, over a course of a few more games than Jalen Samuels has as being a guy that can step in and, and do some stuff in the passing game and rattle off a player too. It's just something we haven't been able to see out of Jalen Samuels. With all that being said, what does that mean for the Steelers? Well, right now, they're really only able to move the ball through the air, and it really feels like they're only able to move the ball through the air when the Steelers are five wide, uh, with the running back not even on the field at all, and, and like completely tipping their cap to the defense that they're saying, we don't care that we can't run the ball, we're still going to move it on you anyway, and that is great and something I want to talk about more after our break, but for right now... Being so one-dimensional is concerning, especially when you head towards December and January, that those playoff runs, you want to be able to run the ball. When you're playing a team like the Kansas City Chiefs, which if the Steelers are going to face them at any point this year, it is most likely going to be a clash in the AFC Championship game for the right to go play for the Super Bowl. And if the Steelers are going to be successful against the Kansas City Chiefs, they're going to keep Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey on the sideline. And how they're going to do that is chewing the clock and ending long drives with points. That's the most... That's well, really, that's the best way to be successful against the Chiefs is, is you got to keep them off the field and then tee off on them with your refreshed pass rushers on the other side. The Steelers don't have a running game. All of a sudden, that becomes extremely difficult. All of a sudden, you're asking your your deep your receivers to catch a tons of quick slants and uh, and curl routes and over routes and just keeping the game short and and really trying to limit the amount of tip passes that end up being intercepted or something along those lines or just incompletion stopping the clock. It's stuff you can't really muster when you're playing a team like the Chiefs. In that situation, you're going to want to run the ball. And if you can't do it, the Steelers are... Then they're kind of screwed into playing a uh, shootout type game with arguably the best quarterback in football uh, and one of the best receiving cores in football and so on and so forth. And while I'm at it, the the best tight end there is in football. And all of a sudden that becomes a, a much tougher task because we know what Patrick Mahomes and company can do. They can score at will when uh, they really need to, even when they face a big deficit like we seen seen out of them in the playoffs a year ago, which I believe every single playoff game they uh, played in were down at some point. And I, th- I want to say we're down by at least 10 points in each of those playoff games when they won the Super Bowl a year ago. When you watch all of that, then you really see their potential for big plays and able their ability to call back into such games. And the Pittsburgh Steelers, if they are unable to run out the clock and are forced to air it out and forced into making mistakes, I know Ben hasn't made a lot of mistakes this year, but still the 
potential for the disastrous play is much higher going through the air, keeping the ball short than it's going to be if you are able to ground out four to five yards per carry type games. So what I'm, what I'm really trying to say here to wrap up the first part of our conversation is if the Steelers don't figure out this running game, sure, they can still be successful through throughout the end of the 2020 regular season. They're going to put up an outstanding record. Uh, you can best believe it. They already have an incredible record as we sit here today at 9-0. But if they want to have a successful run in the playoffs, they're going to have to develop as a team and develop outside of just being able to throw the ball. James Conner and company have to run the ball better. Uh, and really, this is going to be a complete team effort for that to happen. So it'll be interesting to see how this uh, plays out throughout the rest of the season. And of course, this is going to be a, a point of emphasis for the Steelers moving forward. All right, we'll jump into a quick commercial break here, and we'll, we will talk to you more about this running attack and how the Steelers might be able to be successful without it completely arguing the other side of this coin on the other side. So stay tuned uh, after this break, and we will come back with more of the live mic for you. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, Pittsburgh Steeler fans, uh, we are back. Uh, once again, I am Michael Beck, uh, deputy editor behind the steelcurtain.com, hanging out with you once again, talking about the Steelers, trying to find uh, re- really when the team's not and oh, it's hard to find uh, some narratives, negative narratives about this team and places they can develop. But a team like the Steelers and where they kind of get their flack, it, it, they're still missing that kind of dimension of their game. And, and in recent weeks, they've not been able to run the ball. And if they can figure that out, if they're able to reel off five yards per carry and they're still as potent as they are uh, through the air, look out. I, I don't understand how anyone can defend this team. But that being said... 
The Steelers right now are able to do whatever they want when they're throwing the ball, especially when Ben Roethlisberger is drawing up plays in the dirt like he claims he has been. And to be honest with you, guys like Ramon Foster, former Steelers offensive lineman, has mentioned on social media that when Ben Roethlisberger has uh, made some of these plays throughout this year, Ramon Foster literally said Ben is literally drawing these plays up in the dirt. These are not plays. He He's just going up to his receivers and telling them what to do. And the Steelers have done that a lot this year and have been extremely successful at it going four or five wide and then just kind of Ben calling a shot you're on a slant you're on a post you're on a fade etc etc and then he he hits the open guy because he's played this game for so long and he's become the cerebral field general type that allows him to kind of just work the ball all over the field and it really is outstanding and a whole lot of fun to watch especially just kind of sitting back and watching uh a veteran type quarterback be able to do whatever he wants whenever he wants uh Ben Roethlisberger has been so outstanding this year and these last four games uh where the Steelers haven't had a running game that it hasn't mattered uh when the Steelers kind of go into that four or five wide set and Ben Roethlisberger kind of takes over that play calling duty you really can just sit back and, and watch him pick apart a defense. And it's funny because at times he's he's able to uh, just run a, a simple concept, hit a, a slant right in the break or hit an out route as the receiver's turning their, snapping their head around it, uh, having the ball right there, a timing type throws. But then there's so many other times where Ben Roethlisberger is just playing backyard football. And he's done it on a number of occasions. And... and to point out one of the receivers he's had a lot of fun with, I think, this year in those backyard-type situations is Eric Ebron. The amount of times already that he's just kind of flipped up like a, a shovel-type pop pass to Eric Ebron is growing exponentially by the week, and the Steelers have been kind of successful with it. it like these long-developing five-second-type plays that Ben Roethlisberger was kind of famous for early in his career, uh, he, he brings back in spurts mixed in with the efficiency of him being able to throw those timing-type routes and just be extremely efficient, extremely successful running those types of plays. And as the season moves forward, and if the Steelers aren't able to figure out this running attack, that's what the Steelers are going to need more of out of Ben and this offense. Be able to go five wide and really screw up the complete uh, nature of a defense because sure man works best in some situations but uh, like for instance the, the quick passing game having someone up on the line of scrimmage for a jam it, it really kind of messes up the timing on those type throws but then if Ben Roethlisberger is able to hold on to the ball for five seconds all of a sudden someone is coming wide open somewhere it, it's an inevitability no no corner is that good that they uh, can cl- put the clamps on a receiver for that extended amount of time on the flip side of that, when teams are going uh, running their zone concepts, Ben Roethlisberger is just taking a step and just slinging the ball with such velocity that I really haven't seen throughout his entire career. Until he's post-surgery, the guy's throwing the ball with extreme uh, zip on it, really. And once again, finding success in that, it, whatever the coverage is, Ben Roethlisberger sniffs it out when he gets to the line of scrimmage. He realizes what's going to be needed to done to be done, whether or not that's a, a quick two-step drop and he's releasing the ball immediately, or he realizes he's going to have to stand in the pocket for a little bit, step up, take a deep shot, or, or whatever, perhaps take a hit at the end of it, and... It really is pick your poison for the defense, whether or not they want to get uh, chunked on uh, when uh, they're playing that that quick, tight passing game. 
or if they want to allow those big 30 to 50 yard type gains uh, by playing some more zone scheme. Uh, and then when they sprinkle in like a zone blitz type scheme, Ben Roethlisberger's just been dialing it up deep to Chase Claypool and Deontay Johnson on a number of occasions. Sure, he's missed a few times, but when you look at his uh, kind of uh, uh, passer rating in those type plays, he's kind of right up there with Russell Wilson and Patrick Mahomes. So the narrative really just seems to be targeting Ben, which is something we see year in and year out. So it's not anything I'm concerned with, but it's funny how that continues to be uh, one of those things that you kind of have to laugh at when it comes to Steelers, how Ben Roethlisberger always gets trashed for something that the game's best quarterbacks uh, or, or people that are just considered the best quarterbacks in the league are going through the exact same experience. But I digress. Right now, the Steelers are able to move the ball whenever they want at will, regardless of having a running game. And it's really nice that they're able to do that, but the mix of the two is when this team would really kind of be at a unbelievable uh, level. It's something that we're going to have to wait on uh, to see if it ever comes to fruition. If the Steelers are able to figure out a running attack and this passing attack continues to trend in the direction it has been, this team's going to win a Super Bowl. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. The thing is, with this passing attack being so potent as it is right now and the and today's NFL being such a pass-happy NFL, they still can uh, go on some sort of championship run. Uh, to what degree that ends up being, whether or not they're playing in an AFC title game or they're hosting a Lombardi over their heads on February 7th or whenever the Super Bowl may be played, it's yet to be seen. But... This team has still got the ability to kind of just continue rolling out the same uh, same philosophies of just being able to move the ball the way that they have been and just saying, uh, whatever, with the running game. They can still be successful at doing that. Thing is, it'd be a whole lot nicer if they were able to marry the two with one another combined with playing great defense like they did against the Cincinnati Bengals. It's one of those things. Great teams typically have great phases of the game and all phases of the game are great. It's one of those things that when you sit back and you look at the Super Bowl winners of the last number of years, you look at the Kansas City Chiefs a year ago, they didn't have an outstanding running game, but because their their passing attack was so potent, guys like Damian Williams, uh, LaShawn McCoy even, you go down the list, uh, those guys could be successful. And it stems from having such a great passing attack that it completely opens up the running attack. Uh, When you go back a little bit further, you look at the New England Patriots and the Philadelphia Eagles. uh, Those teams kind of just ran super deep uh, rushing attacks where each uh, running back had a a different threat to their game, whether it's ground and pound. Uh, extreme speed, uh, passing attack, you name it. They had a guy that w- that was good at at some part of the running back position, really. And when you look at the Pittsburgh Steelers, that's kind of what they're set up to be. They're set up to be a team that uses all four of its running backs, but they really aren't. They continue to just roll out James Conner. Uh, Benny Snell only got carries at the end of the game when Mason Rudolph checked in at quarterback. Uh, Anthony McFarlane has seen some some added carries as the weeks go by, but really nothing crazy. And we'll see how much his illness kind of affects those uh, those touches of the football. 
And really, I, I feel like if James Conner continues to struggle in some of these type of plays, uh, that Anthony McFarlane might get some more looks. And then Jalen Samuels, he was supposed to be that receiving threat out of the backfield. And he, he has shown flashes in the past, but... He has completely disappeared on this offense. He's someone that I wouldn't be surprised if they if he didn't make the team a year from now, or if he was even cut this year. If it came down to it, he he just hasn't been producing enough for this team. So with all that in mind, it, it, it's it's going to be interesting to see how the Steelers continue to play this year. If they continue to lean heavily on the passing attack, they're still going to win a ton of games, but I think their their path to the Super Bowl becomes increasingly harder. It's not going to be a, a cakewalk by any means necessary. The Steelers' offensive line really has to uh, shape it up in that running attack, uh, n- not get blown off the ball. And, and really, if they can keep to a core philosophy, it would be to uh, hammer those those power schemes with James Conner, let Anthony McFarlane bow, bounce outside the tackles, Benny Snell, those, those short yardage kind of change-up type plays, and then mix in Jalen Samuels on passing downs because you can motion him out and let him play as a receiver, really. So... With all that in mind, I think we're, we're going to leave it there for this week's edition of the Live Mike. As always, make sure you're clicking over to BehindTheSteelCurtain.com for great content, instant analysis, preview, breakdown, you name it. We got it on our website. Just make sure you're checking that out. If you're a Steelers fan, you're not going to want to miss it. It's all the Steelers all the time. And that goes for a podcast platform too. Anywhere you get your podcasts, make sure you're downloading, uh, downloading our podcast, you're listening. It, it's all Steelers talk. You're not getting it anywhere else. Um, to to the level of content we are producing. There's hours and hours of content that Behind the Steel Curtain is bringing to you each and every day. So make sure you're checking that out. Uh, And with all that being said, uh, I appreciate you guys uh, coming along for the ride of the live live mic once again. Uh, We will talk to you guys next week. This this was fun. We'll do it again. Hopefully the Steelers can be 10-0 the next time we chat. So... As the show comes to the end, uh, make sure, once again, click over to BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. My name is Michael Beck, Deputy Editor of said BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. We will catch you guys in the next one, and we will see you soon. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? 
they were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.